Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Sunshine outside, but always sunshine inside here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We aim to make your life a sunnier one during the course of our three hours every morning from 7 to 10 o'clock. It is 9.10 right now here on our swinging soiree. Sunny, a high of 68 today. Tomorrow, rain. It's going to be rainy for the Christmas parade. It's going to be a 100% chance of rain all day long. Some heavy, some light, some drizzle, some, you know, it's just going to be that way throughout the day, all day, including into the evening uh, for the uh, for the parade. And that's, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a difficulty. You need to take an umbrella if you're going to go watch the parade. Uh, temperature may be down into the uh, high 40s or so, so take a jacket with you as well. You look like you're going to say something. Well, it, uh, no, I'm just thinking all the kids and everything. It's, you know, it's going to be hard not to be cold, but at least maybe you can... Uh Try to keep a lot of the water off of you. Um, you know, uh, someone sent, sent us a text here earlier from the Frio Stack Auction Service text line at 304-214-1600, which you too can use. Uh, can they move the parade to Saturday or Sunday to avoid all the rain coming? It's going to be miserable for the bands and the floats. My 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 strong guess is no, they, they, they can't do that. Not at this stage of the game. I mean, we'll talk to Bill Bryson about it tomorrow when he's here. Bill's the parade chairman. Has been forever and ever. Amen. Um, but uh, I think the answer to that is no. And here, look, here's the reality. The Christmas parade has been held in the rain before. I mean, it isn't the best circumstance. Really, for, the, for, for viewers, those of us who go down and watch the parade, eh, it's not nice, but, you know, you put an umbrella up and put a jacket on. You know, you're not in the comfort of your own home. I will be, because I'll be watching on WTRF TV. But... Um, uh, you know the yeah the, the 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 bands and the floats it will not be as you know pleasant as a beautiful sunny evening but uh, uh, I, it's been done before I guess that's why I'm saying you know that we've had we've had in the in the, uh, in the rain before I think the worst the worst uh, Christmas parade night I can ever remember being downtown uh, was the t- was cold cold and windy I mean I, I, literally I thought I was going to freeze my fingers off. Uh, Nancy, it must have been the kids must have been in the parade because Nancy and I were there by ourselves, and we were standing down by um, the McKinley uh, building, the old Wheeling Library, old Ohio County Library, there uh, right across from Hall of Fame Cafe. And I mean, I found the, the an alcove. I was I was crouched in an alcove because the wind was whipping so hard, and the temperature was so low. Every, my nose was freezing. Everything was freezing. That was one of the duties that my wife just just did, and it seemed like they would mark their territory down by uh, the sportsman mm-hmm. or that place that you lovingly uh, refer to as the dirty bookstore. <laughs> I think that was the area that they liked, and that that was pretty much the beginning of the parade, right? They, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So parade uh, the the parade started at Center Market, but it the the the. Um, uh, the TVs, and back in the day, we had two TV stations. They were both around West Banco and around that area. Yeah. When my kids were kids, most of the time, Nancy and I would, what we would do is we would go down and park our car in the afternoon in the 
surface lot there on 10th Street. And they have somebody pick us up and then bring us back. That way we would have our car right there on the front row so we could watch from our car if we had to. We could have the thermos and stuff in there. And we were ready to leave it then. So, yeah, yeah. You a little thought you were ready. Yeah, so I know, that's, that's – but again, been a long time since I've been downtown. Been a real long time for me, Howard. Yeah, but it, uh, it, uh, it, it certainly was fun. Listen, if you have something on your mind, uh, 304-214-1600 is the Frio Stack auction service text line, and you may use it, 304-214-1600, uh, or you may uh, call 304-232-8255, 304-232-TALK. And we don't um, often have a ton of time for phone calls, but – uh, it's, I, I purposely made this kind of a quiet day today. I knew we'd take some extra time with Bishop Cummings. Uh, he's always great fun to – is fun the right word? I guess it's fun. It's, 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 it's really – we learn a lot Uplifting, from yes. Uplifting, yes. Uplifting, yes. Howard, I just had a, a memory. Uh, okay. It seemed like there, we had a spot when I was young, and that would be, what, between the ages of, what, 7 and 10, something mm-hmm. like that. And it would seem like it was right down where West Banco uh, Bank is today – I can remember a restaurant that had steps that would go down uh, to the basement. I remember that restaurant. And it seemed like we were like you. We always had a game plan. We try to get in there early and eat and then then go to our, our – I can't remember the name of that restaurant. I can't either. I can tell you from personal experience. At one point, that had become a gay bar. Okay. The question mark was that – That might have been in. I can't remember. I had at the time – Probably around the time Jason was born, because I think while Nancy was in the hospital with Jason, I think I got with some friends, and we had one close friend of ours who was lesbian and would take us to this, but she would take us in there because she had to protect us. I mean, she would, we would walk in, and she would stand in the doorway and shout, straight man coming in! <laughs> and <then laughs> And as, uh, yeah, I remember that play. You, you would go down. Now, as weird as it sounds, they had an outer bar. It was, it was a, just a bar, and I loved. They they made great hoagies there. So I had you know beer and hoagie there. But then if you went into the ante room, I remember the first time I walked through there, and I swear to God, Lord, I thought, I thought I'd gone through the gates of hell. <laughs> So I'm sorry. That's nothing to do with your story, except I remember that place where you walked out. Yeah, right there in that area. But yeah. it seemed like yep. we had, a, you know, for a few years. And then, you know, after you get to about, what, 11 or 12, you don't really want to go right. so much like you did when you were eight or nine. Right. But the, the big thing was always you waited. You waited because you had to wait till Santa Claus came through. Oh, you had to wait till Santa Claus came by. Yeah. And we had, um, uh, we would t- when my, my kids were kids, we would take them. When they were little kids. And then, of course, by the time they were in junior high school, they were in the band. So then they were in the band. Nancy never come and watch them in the band uh, the whole time. Uh, all three of my boys were band boys. So, you know, it was a long period of time that we would go down there. Parade was fun. It still is fun. Go down and enjoy it. I just, uh, I'm going to be at home. Teddy's going to be with us. And we're going to make popcorn and hot chocolate and watch it at home. I guess there was a few years, again, through those ages, maybe uh, 7 to 11. And the other thing that, I mean, you didn't even ask. I mean, you knew you were going to go downtown to the parade, which in those days were Saturday. Mm-hmm. Would it kick off about noon, Howard, something like that in the afternoon? Yeah, noon, one, something like that, yeah. And the other thing that you just went to without even asking, hey, are you going? You just assumed everybody was going. That was the Osiris uh, Circus God, on, don't you on miss the that? island. Don't yeah. you miss that? 
the I everything that we enjoyed, Howard, isn't here they've anymore. Taken it away. They take it away. Take it away from us. Why are they taking it away from us? Yeah, you knew you were going to the circus. Didn't know maybe what night or day you were going to go. But the, oh yes, I'm going the to the Osiris circus. Shrine Circus. On they it it, it it at some point it eventually moved to West Bank Arena for a while. But on the island, the Shrine Circus on the island with the flying Walendas every year. Yeah, one year they flew. Yeah, they, <laughs> a little too close to the wire. Didn't yeah. fly quite right. And then a little accident. He's dead. Um, but, yeah, that was that was a part of growing up here in the Ohio Valley. Yeah, so, I mean, we I guess we just took it for granted. Yes, we're going to the parade. And, yes, we're going to go to the circus. My first actual paying job. Now, my first job job was working at Isley's in Elm Grove. But the first job that I got paid for, I was a, I ran the Shrine Circus bandwagon, the corner of 12th and uh, Market Streets. Every year, the Shriners would bring a bandwagon in. You'd sell tickets out of there. And so for three or four weeks before the circus, I would go in and sell tickets out of the bandwagon. That was my first paying job. It's kind of fun. Yeah, sounds like it. It was. Um, yeah, this, you're right. That was that was it was you just knew you going to the Shrine Circus. If you were a kid in that era, you went to the Shrine Circus, and then it went it went to West Banco Arena, and, and I, it was never quite to me the same. I think they tried a couple of times to take it back to the stadium, but it just didn't. It really didn't work. And the other thing about the parade, you had to give it thought. You have to give it some planning, like Howard, because it, I can't remember as a kid ever getting the curb seat. You, know, you had to get there really early because what you'd be what two or three deep yeah. all through the, the the parade route because that's how many people would be there. Not like that today. You can you can find a pretty good spot there on the curb. Yeah. No. I mean, I I I remember now. We used to call it Randy Worlds numbering because Randy would always uh, uh, make things bigger than there. But I remember when they would say there'd be hundred thousand people downtown on parade night, and that may have exaggerated, but. There were a lot. I mean, it was a, it was amazingly amazing packed. I remember having to park. It wasn't close to downtown. You know, had to park up on the hill and, I did and that walk many down. Time. Yeah, many because a time. that was the closest you could get. Again, unless you plan. Like I said, Nancy and I. At some point, we said, "Wait a minute. Here's what let's do. We'll take the car down in the afternoon and get it positioned, and then somebody else can bring us down." But before that, yeah, we were parked up way up by. I don't know what it's called now. It's a detention center. It was old Lincoln School up there on the hill. And then walked all the way down. Or I can remember the Christmas. I remember parking up by Neely's in East Wheeling, walking all the way down to the parade and back. You know, um, but that was see that was part of the fun of it too. You know, finding a parking space and that walk down, that walk back. You know. Yeah, I'm, I guess it, it was. Uh, we weren't the good planners like you, Howard, because, again, as a kid, that's the spot you wanted because you could get some maybe candy or whatever. If you were back, you didn't have a shot. Yeah, and, and you're right. Back in the day, yes, people, Bob and I are doing back in the day again. All right, I know it happened. We do this. Um, back in the day, they were, you're right, four or five deep, you know, and if you were lucky, if you were a kid, your dad could hold you on his shoulders and you could see the parade over top of the other folks. Uh, or if you were really aggressive, you kind of elbowed your way hey, through. Hey, you care if my kid stands here, you know? Right, exactly. Um, it's not like that, but it's still fun. It's still fun. Go to the parade tomorrow night. Uh, it's going to be rainy. Take an umbrella. It's okay. Go to Center Market. Wander through the market house. Have a sandwich. Have a sandwich. Have a Tito dog. Go to Valley Cheese. Stop by Market Vines. Um, Go to Buds. Oh, no. Jeez, well, it is. Yeah, it's, 
<laughs> I still, every time I go to Market Vines, I always think, because they, they kept the bar, I think to myself, this is the same piece of Formica I used to pass out on <laughs> when it was Bud's Bar. All right, 921, 21 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Told you earlier this week, we're number one for obesity in West Virginia. Number one for lung cancer in West Virginia. Number one for smoking in West Virginia. But we're number one in something else, and it's not quite so bad. I'll tell you what it is coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. Menards 11% sale ends Thanksgiving Day. Add insulation to your home with Owens Corning Formula Insulation Panels. Walls, floors, and basements. Formula Insulation can create a more comfortable living space while reducing your energy costs. Look for the pink panels in store and save today. Save 11% now on all insulation products at Menards. Stores close Thanksgiving, but 11% off remains in effect on Menards.com. Savings are mail-in rebates and exclusions apply. See store for details. Get your tickets for an action-packed hockey weekend. Honor our local heroes on First Responders Night, Saturday, November 25th. Puck Drop 710 with a free fountain drink for first responders and the popular Guns and Hoses game following the Nailers game. Then, on the 26th, finish with Screen Time Sunday and Post Game Skate. One lucky fan wins a free TV. Puck Drops 410. Join us for an exciting hockey weekend. Call 304-234-GOAL or go to wheelingnailers.com. We are back. Check out your favorite talk radio station on our new Facebook page at Watchdog WV. Click our like button to follow what's happening on the Watchdog FM 98.1 and 97.7 AM 1600 and 1370. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here. Now, I may not go to heaven. I don't know if they let cowboys in. If they don't, just let me go to Texas. Because Texas is as close as I've been. Every Thursday is a country music bumper music. Um, I wasn't sure earlier, I noticed we had a couple of females. You're doing all females again today. Ladies' right? Day. All, it's Ladies' Day here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. <laughs> it is going to rain on the Christmas Parade in Wheeling on Friday night. All right? Said it a thousand times. Got this text from our good friend Rick Healy. Morning, Rick. Uh, there will be no rain on Saturday <laughs> for the Moundsville Christmas Very Parade. Good, so, yes. All right. I, I was going to talk to you, Bob, about this off the air. We need to get a list of the other parades. I, I, I Certainly, we've been promoting the Christmas Parade in Wheeling. Wheeling has kind of always been the granddaddy of the parades. And we do it here because our buddy Bill Bryson is the parade coordinator and so on. But we need to get a list of all the other parades. There's, you know, St. Clairsville always has them. Moundsville uh, does them. I used to do the Moundsville Parade. Um, so I guess Moundsville must be on Saturday. Is that correct, Rick Healy? Uh, text me on confirm that. But he's no rain Saturday for the parade in Moundsville. So I guess you won't have to take your uh, your umbrella. Let's don't rain on their parade, Howard. Don't rain on 2 o'clock. Just text me. All right, 2 o'clock Saturday is the uh, parade in Moundsville. And I, my apologies for not having promoted that ahead of time. Uh, I, I literally made some notes to myself to make sure we get the other parades in there. I know St. Clairsville has a big one. Uh, who else has a, some big parades around here? But I know that those are a couple of the big ones, and we'll I'll try and get the information and um, and pass it along to you uh, when I can. 
Um, 304-214-1600. Um, Bob, you're going to do today uh, the Donnie Gilbert radio show again. Maybe the last chance for you to do that because he might be back in a couple of weeks now. It'll be good old boys on sports filling in for Donnie. And the Donnie Gilbert show will be on from 12 to 3. Uh, the 2 o'clock hour, we normally get some help. Uh, Mr. Wright will call in and Lola will come in the studio. We do our football picks in our top five during the two o'clock hour. And you're going to do a, uh, no, I won't call it a tribute to you, you're going to do a, uh, we call a, it Seinfeld, Mount, we, a Seinfeld segment. Yes, we call it a Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore is four. You can't add, you can't have a tie. And today our Mount Rushmore, with tomorrow's appearance of Jerry Seinfeld at the Capitol, we're going to do our Mount Rushmore of the characters on Seinfeld, not the main characters, not even uh, Newman, not even the parents, these are characters that might have just showed up on one episode, but were so funny. They're our favorite characters on Seinfeld that might have just been there one episode. Now, a couple of ones that we have talked about. I don't want to steal the thunder because I just want to prime the pump. Uh, we both have talked about the soup soup Nazi. Soup Nazi is certainly a yeah, maybe the the uh, most famous uh, episode of, of the whole series. I think you and I talked yesterday about. I think you and I talked about Mr. Bookman. Yes, Lieutenant Joe Bookman. I did a little research. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, his name was Lieutenant Joe Bookman, and he was the library cop. That might be my favorite episode. It's it's just a killer. Uh, he he really nails that episode. And I I uh, talked about Sid Fields earlier. Uh, again, it just Who makes me laugh. I did not know until you explained it to me. He was the old guy that, uh, remember the gang decided to, to spend some of their time with uh, the not-so-fortunate, the elderly. Spent some time with them, and Jerry got uh, Sid Fields, who was referred to as the old man he gave him his record collection then i think he wanted it back and it was hijinks howard hijinks yes. there was hijinks afoot on the seinfeld show um and I, I said earlier most of the ones that come to mind and i actually spent some time at home thinking about this yesterday you got my thinking because i'm a seinfeld nut i you know i can quote every seinfeld episode when they my wife hates it when when seinfeld comes on and my my youngest son jonathan is the same way the two of us are together we just start snapping off the up the lines on on Seinfeld so I love it uh, and I got thinking about your Mount Rushmore um, but I and then I had to stop and think uh, there were there were female guest performers that were really uh, big characters too or interesting characters too uh, and I think somehow somehow I don't know sexist or whatever we don't think of them. I didn't. I don't think of them at the top of my head. I don't think it was a great episode, but I think even Courtney Cox uh, played one of Jerry's girlfriends. Remember, they had the, the cleaning discount or something. She she uh, pretended that she was uh, his uh, wife. I don't remember. You, you had that puzzling look. Oh no, you're right. That's right. The, the, the laundry discount. Yes, yes, that's right. And then uh, Jerry had taken somebody else's laundry in, and then she discovered he was cheating on her with the laundry discount. And yeah, that's right. That was pretty funny. And if Donnie's out any longer, and we hope not, Don, I'm not saying that, but maybe we could come up with the most annoying characters on Seinfeld because like, like uncle Leo, ugh, <laughs> Mr. Peterman, he never did anything for me either, Howard. So I think it would be easier coming up with the, with the characters that you wish wouldn't have been on Seinfeld. Would never, would never be on Mount Rushmore of Seinfeld. Yeah, there were, well, that, that was comedian Banya, is that his name? See, I like Banya. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, he was the, what was the line he used? Uh, he wanted soup. He, he, he made a bet with, with Jerry, and, and he wanted, he, he, bought, he got soup for his pay on his bet. But there was a, gold, it's gold, Jerry, it's gold, it's gold, Jerry, it's gold. God, if you're just tuning in, you're going, what, what? Kind, of, what kind of show is this? Now, 
Listen, Monday, Joe Manchin's here, all right? We're going to do some good, serious stuff with Joe Manchin. Tomorrow we'll have the Friday uh, Ohio Valley News in Review uh, with uh, John McCabe and I reviewing all of the local news stories of the week gone by. So this is, a, you know, if you just happen to be skimming the dial and you're going, what kind of radio show is this? They call themselves a talk show, and they're just talking about Thanksgiving and parades and Seinfeld. He's coming to town. He's, and Seinfeld's coming to town tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, we, but we do other stuff. I mean, we get we get pretty serious. And it's almost hard, Howard, to find someone. And I'm sure they're out there that say I hate Seinfeld. I never. I I, I can't stand that show. I did get a text, free of snack, auction oh, service text one? line. No, n- not hate him. Never watched the show in my life. I, okay. How could, guess, you, how could you avoid it? I mean. Remember how popular it was? I mean, when they first came on, it was, it was kind of like, who wants to be a millionaire? And that's all people were talking about. The Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Not when they first came on. I remember that. It took them two seasons. For two seasons, Seinfeld was in danger of being canceled every season. Just did not draw an audience. I'm trying to think who the... Um, was it Brendan Tartikoff? The head of NBC at the time said, stick with it. Stick with it. It's going to work. In this day and age, they would never have done that. In this day and age, they don't stick with things that long. And doing my research, Howard, because, again, you're, you're a much bigger Seinfeld fan than me. My favorite character, he, just looking at the guy, I, I, I crack up, and he didn't qualify for our list because he's one of the parents. I think the funniest guy on the show was Frank Costanza. Oh, yeah. Guy just kills me. Just absolute killed me but i didn't realize they the parents the costanzas weren't introduced till the fourth season did you know that Howard? i didn't know they were yes and let's see i guess it was jerry's parents changed the changed actors the first couple of times jerry's parents were on they were different actors before the ones we now come to know them and yes the the costanzas were not introduced the until Later in the later in the in the show, I never understood. You know, there's we grew up in in the years of sitcom spinoffs. I could never understand why they didn't do the Costanzas because I would have. It might have been like a mad, mad, mad world, Howard. It might have fell right on its face. (laughs) But I thought this is a no brainer. Why don't they do that? I mean, they were so funny. But and and of course, both actors have since passed away. Never did do any. There was never there was never a sign. Maybe Jerry's ego. Maybe we can ask him that. Howard could be. Was it your ego, Seinfeld? (laughs) It may just be that it was. There was never. Well, there was after Friends ended. There was Joey, which uh, didn't work. Which didn't didn't work at all. I think it lasted half of one season. Um, But I, I think ensemble shows like that, it's hard to spin a character off because the characters are also intricately in intricately tied together you know um you know could you have done with friends could you have done janice could you spun janice off into a show gunther you know i mean what they were great characters to be on the sidelines but there wasn't enough depth to them to do anything else and i think i think that's probably true with seinfeld your point you know the costanzas might be the exception uh, or you they could have done uh, what do they call it? the in-laws or something? They could have done the, the the two parents as a single show or something, you know. But you, you just couldn't you couldn't spin any of the main characters off. You couldn't spin uh, the secondary characters off in general because, as you pointed out, they came and they went so quickly. They were there for an episode and gone. You didn't see too many people. St- other than the main group, 
you didn't see anybody who stayed on for a long time. And if you haven't got enough uh, Seinfeld talk, uh, tune in today. The good old boys filling in for Donnie Gilbert from 1 to 2, all Seinfeld. 9.32, 28 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is time to check Ohio Valley headlines. Taylor Long is here. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this November the 16th. The NTSB investigation into the fatal bus crash that left six dead on I-70 is ongoing. Investigators say there was an initial crash that took place on I-70 an hour before the deadly one. They're trying to determine if that played a role in this case. Chair of the NTSB says they'll remain on scene until early next week. They'll be collecting perishable evidence and camera footage along with gathering witness statements and facts. Officials say the goal is to figure out how this happened, why it happened, and prevent it from happening again. They say it will take about 12 to 18 months before the NTSB can officially determine what happened. A preliminary report is expected in about two to three weeks, but that will only discuss the facts. And we have an update this morning on the Steep Valley Fire in the New River Gorge National Park. It's now been about 78% contained in the remote parts of the park. The fire is still burning in rugged and inaccessible terrain. The fire increased Tuesday, producing pockets of smoke within the fire. But once the flames reached the containment lines, the fire was reduced. Officials with the National Park Service shared a warning with the public after a dangerous situation this week with a drone. And air quality levels are now said to be within the good and moderate range. Belmont County hosts hands-on training for first responders and other agencies every year to better prepare everyone for an active shooter situation. The drill itself was hosted at St. Clairsville High School and was made to look and feel as realistic as possible without causing unnecessary trauma to those involved. WVU Medicine helped make some teenagers look injured by creating fake chest and leg wounds. Those who were injured as part of the drill were transported to WVU Medicine's Wheeling and Reynolds Memorial Hospitals to give staff hands-on practice. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Hi, it's Howard Monroe inviting you to join us every weekday morning for the Watchdog Morning Show. It is all the morning news and information that you need. We have ABC News, the top of every hour, the Ohio News Network, West Virginia Metro News, Tony Caridi and the Mountaineer Sports Report. Adam Fike has our local weather, local news from WTRF TV 7. Then Bob Slider and I give you opinions and analysis and interviews, and we hope a good bit of good conversation. So come around, get all the information you need, have the great conversation you like. Join us weekday, 7 to 10, the Watchdog Morning Show. Mornings are darker. Leaves turn brighter. Nights are cooler. Enjoy your fall season with us every weekday. Here on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Mama, he's crazy. Second crazy song this morning. <laughs> All right. 9.36.24 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I did not double check the temps, but the last I checked, 48 at the airport, 37 at uh, 
Uh, the Highlands, 43 at my home studio. Is you still 40? 47. Going up and down. Here at 47. All right, 47 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Here is an example of how you really need to be more careful what you read. Speaking of myself, okay? Because I had built a whole segment in my mind about this around this next story. Around, my God, how far down the road have we gone? Why in the world is this the case? The story right here. Parents fume at a sick anti-school Santa club. You've got to be kidding me. There are people now complaining because they're going to do a club to talk about Santa. You know, I'm, I'm a believer in, in religious um, diversity, and I know that, you know, you have to treat all religions right. But really and truly, you're, you're, you're not going to allow a Santa club. You're not. What is. And I had a whole bit planned. Till I read it again. Never mind. Parents fume at the sick, sick after school Satan Club. Ah, Satan Club where goats will be sacrificed. Okay. See, now that puts a whole different perspective on things. Makes sense, doesn't it? The Santa Club, I was upset they were banning it. The Satan Club, I don't know. Uh, where is this? Connecticut. Uh, parents have been left furious over a new Satan, not Santa, Satan after school club set to launch at a primary school in the U.S., founded by members of the Salaam-based Satanic Temple, the After School Satan Club, plans to start meeting at Lebanon Elementary School in Connecticut next month. Uh, there are eight of these Satan Kids Clubs being hosted around the country. Um, a flyer for the new club was posted to Facebook announcing it will start uh, on December 1st. Last for an hour. Hey, kids, let's have fun at the After School Satan Club. The flyer reads... The poster explains that the Satanic Temple sees Satan as a literary figure who represents rejecting tyranny and championing, 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 championing. Did I get that right? I think you got it. The human mind and spirit. It claims the club does not seek to convert children to any religion, but helps them to think for themselves. Now, I do have some thoughts on this. It's, I'm not as outraged about this, the parents being upset about this, as I was about the Santa Club. Um, First of all, one thing we have learned, if you're going to allow after-school Bible studies and so on, then you've got to allow the satanic clubs to come in. I, you, I mean, that's just, that is the way of the world these days. Um, but I don't get this. The satanic temple sees Satan as a literary figure. I would agree he is a literary figure. But tell me how Satan, if you know anything about Satan, biblically or historically or mythologically, Satan represents rejecting tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit? Does that sound like Satan to you? I don't know, but again, I don't know how long I read this, how long ago, but the most famous person that I can remember claiming, yes, I, I worship Satan, was Jane Mansfield. Do you remember that story? I do not remember that, no. Yeah, she was, she was into that. She She's was into Satanist. that cult, yeah. And then she was killed, so it, it, I don't know what happened then, but... She went up or down, but yeah, she was in, into that. I actually, I don't say I studied Satanism. Please don't get me. Please don't get me wrong, but intellectually, I was intrigued. I was working at Channel Seven, 
and there was a there was a story about Satanism here in the Ohio Valley, and we were looking for some kind of visual to shoot for B-roll on TV, and I said, "Oh, I've got a Satanic Bible at home." Uh-oh. Everybody looked at me, and you know what they all said? Of course you do. Sure you do. Howard. Sure you do. Of course you do. Because it wasn't. I. I wasn't. It wasn't because I believed it. I just. I was intrigued by it, so I handed it home. Anyway, this is not an after-school Santa club. That had me upset. I see. I was just furious about that. But rather, this was the anti-Satan club, or the the Satan club, the after-school Satan club. So that's uh, that's a, that's a whole different kind of story there. But it just goes to prove you got to read things a little carefully here. 941, 19th of the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, let's see, new uh, grocery store opened in Moundsville this morning, Bob. Aldi's is opened. Moundsville Aldi's had a grand opening at 845 this morning. It'll be open every day, 9 to 8. Uh, probably by now the first 100 customers have gone through the door, but the first 100 customers who enter the Aldi Moundsville store get a golden ticket. It could be worth up to $100. Also, you get a chance to win a $500 gift card all this week at the new Aldi's store. Aldi's is in the uh, North Lafayette Shopping Center. Do you Have you been to Aldi's? Do you shop Aldi's at all? No, I'm not a big grocery store shopper. I, you know, when Aldi's first opened in the St. Clairsville area, I thought they were a, a really low-end, super-budget kind of place. But I think now a lot of people go to them for... Fancy goods and fancy, um, kind of like a Whole Foods sort of thing. I could be wrong. Somebody text me, 304-214-1600, What is Aldi's exactly? I've never been in an Aldi store. But I know when they first opened, it was like you, know, you got to bring your own bag and uh, you can buy a box from the store. And, and it, was just, it was low budget. Um, but I think they've changed. I think the, the, the concept has changed. So can help me out with tell me what Aldi's is like but Aldi's in Moundsville opened this morning or supposed to I assume they did at 845 this morning uh, in the North Lafayette shopping center so another business in uh, the mound town and welcome to them Bob we had uh, Randy Chamberlain on what about a week ago I guess talking about the book he's written around the mound memories of around the mound collection of columns that he wrote for the Moundsville echo about Moundsville Randy a current councilman uh, former businessman, and um, the book is selling out like crazy. I've been talking to Randy. I, I mean, he can't keep it in stock in the various and sundry stores. You can get it online on Amazon, uh, but the, the stores are selling out of it, and Randy's having to uh, go around and deliver extra copies to it and so on. I talked. What do you think about this? I talked to Randy this week about maybe once a month having him come in and just do a Moundsville memory. Just pick something from the old days in Moundsville and just, just have a little nostalgia time with him. I think that would be great, and I think surely the uh, the folks down in Marshall County would really enjoy that. Yeah, because you know, we had a really good response, and Randy tells me that uh, uh, as he's been out and about pitching his book to different places and meeting people, that they've been telling him how much they enjoyed listening to the show when he was on here. So I thought maybe we'd... Uh, Bring him back on some kind of a regular basis. There's no doubt in my mind from the response I had that day answering uh, calls off the air and then talking to people uh, outside about the uh, the movie uh, Fool's Parade. I yes. Mean, that was really awesome. And uh, the Board of Trade, where the old court theater was, mm-hmm. that is where the premiere was. How do I know that? Well, we have a connection out there, Howard, and they still have some memorabilia from uh, when Jimmy Stewart came to Wheeling. I thought it was the Capitol. 
but I, I no, I, I knew no. It was, it was um, I and I know my private office is in the Board of Trade Building, and um, I love to wander the hallways because they have all kinds of pictures up there of things in there. And yeah, Fool's Parade was uh, was right there. I love to walk uh, when I go up to the office. Uh, I love to walk into what used to be the actual theater part of the building. It's now the parking garage. Uh, and think about all the movies that were there, all the things that were there, all the things that I did there during the movie times. You know, I mean, it's uh, uh, a lot of memories there. But yeah, Fool's Parade up at the, uh, uh, up at the that was the court. Court theater, court yes. Court theater. Now it's the Board of Trade building. And um, it's uh, it's really cool. Quarter till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. <laughs> Frio Stack Auction Service text line 3042-146600. Mr. Monroe, <laughs> get new glasses. Why? Okay, actually, that's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Um, but it's easy to see how you mix up Satan and Santa, right? I mean, well, yeah, same letters, just kind of moved around. Yeah, a you're bit. looking at it quickly. Sometimes I read a headline and I and I, I my outrage flares up, and I don't take time to. To read it. Quarter till the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. I'm not buying till I check down for. Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job, your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain. Choose Doan Ford. Online at DoanFord.com. I'm not buying till I check Doan Ford. You want sports talk? We got the goods all night long. Tune into Sports Map Radio. Evenings and overnights on FM 98.1, AM 1600. We are the watchdog. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. the Watchdog Morning Show. In your morning intel today, the winners of the Best of the Valley contest are there. Uh, over the year, over the past number of months, you could go online and vote for, in a variety of different categories, your uh, your choice for the best in any different, many categories, uh, health, medicine, hospitality, uh, lawyer, and I don't, Bob, I don't see anything here about uh, Best radio talk show host, though. We certainly went number one, didn't we? Well, it's not here. I, I think we're number one, but I, they don't, uh, you know, come on, McCabe, give us a, you know, put it in there. Best radio talk show host. Don't even take the votes. Just put us in there. As the, just put us in there as the best radio talk show, right? 
Well, we can't let the Pine Room Boys be number one. Yeah, that's see, that's my fear. You know what? Forget it, McCabe. Don't take a vote on this. I'm, we won't even make it. I'm out. afraid we would lose to the Pine Room Boys. You're right. Never mind. Dis uh, disregard that. Moundsville Country Club winner for a favorite golf course. Twice as nice. I'm just skimming this uh, winner for a local band. Um, romantic getaway. Ogilvy Resort. Accounting firm, uh, Yorkovich and Associates. It's my accountant, so he's pretty good. I like that. Uh, let's see. Just quick skim here. Anything else? Did you look at this at all? I Just briefly. I went up to uh, get some help with my sports report, and I noticed that was in there, Howard. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a lengthy insert. Uh, it, I bet that's really popular, though. I bet people really enjoy. It's fun. I mean, you know, look, it's, that doesn't really mean anything, but uh, it's fun. It's, it's just fun to, fun to do. There's, you know. Vote for your favorite. Uh, I voted once or twice for a couple of things. Uh, you know, people would, would send me a note, say, vote for this. And so I would vote for it a couple of times. But I'm going to go out on a limb here, Howard. Yes, sir. Hot wings. Everybody else is playing for second place. Has to be drovers. If they're not, then I, have, I can't give anything of credence to I, that uh, survey says. That is a good point. Um, there's no food and dining. Let me do a real quick check here on food and dining. Because, again, we know we, we get them occasionally here or there. There's, there's good wings everywhere. You know, it's kind of hard to mess that up. But the best, if they're, I'll be disappointed. If Drover's isn't number one, then the hell with that. I'm skimming through the food and dining, a lot of food and dining. Um, best food truck, uh, Wood-Fired Pizza Company. It is good pizza. I, I've I, never had it, but I had people say that. I know people that, that go online to see where they are on any given day to try and track them down. This is kind of weird, um, only because of the category. Coleman's Fish Market wins in the uh, fast food category. Is Coleman's Fish Market a well, fast food? It's pretty food? fast. I mean, you, you stand oh, there, the nice lady, you tell her what you want, yeah, she gives you a ticket, you walk I, around there, they hand you your fish sandwich. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't count that as fast food. Uh, Italian food, Figaretti's, uh, best overall restaurant, Abby's Restaurant and Lounge. I don't see, I'm sure that somewhere in here there are wings. I haven't prepared myself to do this, so I. I don't see the wings, but I, I, you're right. If anybody, if anybody beats out Drovers for the best wings, now, but on the other hand, there are a lot of places around here that have good wings, so people may decide that you know other places are good. You want to take a guess on who the winner was in the pizza category, Howard? Patsy's. Patsy's Pizza, number one to Carlos, number two, and the foot, foot <laughs> the wood fried pizza, pizza company. Where's that at? What is it's that? A the, truck. Is that that truck that it's drives a truck. around? Yeah, it's a truck. And again, it's it's wildly popular. I've had one. My kids do it all the time. Uh, Jason and Natalie look to see where is Word Fired Pizza today. It's oftentimes over at St. Michael's School, or sometimes it's up at Bethlehem. If it's someplace near, they go and pick it up. They did bring me one back one time. It is really good Word Fired Pizza from the wood-fired pizza truck. And here's another one to put a smile on our face because they asked for some help here not so long ago in the burger category. The winner is. Bubba's Gourmet Burgers and Beer House. All right. Very good. You're right, because they did ask for help. They, uh, a, 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 they pleasantly ask for help, as opposed to, well, others that weren't so pleasant in their asking for help. But I'm just uh, Longhorn, uh, best winner for a steak place. I like that because my son works there. He's a manager over there. Best cafeteria, well, Melman. Best pies, Melman's. I'll go with that. Uh, what else have I got here real quick? This is up from the Intel this morning. Yes, wings. I found the wings. 
Am I wrong? You are correct. Oh, great. Winner for best wings, Drovers. I, I, you're right. How could you not be Drovers? Everybody else is fighting for second place. Anyway, it's fun. You know, I mean, it, this is not a scientific survey. It's people who vote for their favorite. But it's kind of fun. It's in the intel today if you want to read it. Eight till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Our uh, favorite uh, assignments editor at the Big 7, WTF TV, is Bob Westfall. And here he is. Good morning, Bob. Hey, Howard. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. And yourself today? Uh, living the dream, man. Every living day. Every day. The dream is alive. The dream is alive. I have uh -huh. a dream, they say. Oh, you had to go there. I just I couldn't help it. I, just, <laughs> I yeah. couldn't help it. <laughs> so uh, what's going on today? Um, I don't know what's going on with you. Well, you know, it's been a quiet day here on the radio station. You know, we've been talking about the Christmas. Well, we're talking about the parade and about, uh, you know, Black Friday sales. Bishop Cummings came by. He always motivates us. He always makes me feel, you know, he's such a great speaker and a great guest. So One of my, one of my favorite memories of Channel 7, 9-11. Uh, we invited him on set, and he offered a prayer right there on air. Yeah. I'm sure nowadays that probably would have. You know, but uh, yeah, that that impressed me. So yeah, he's a he's a great man for the year. He's a very impressive guy. Bob used the word powerful earlier. You know, when he's here, he's he's yeah. a very powerful kind of guy. He was telling stories about um, his most recent visit to South Africa, and um, uh, you know how sad it is to see people who are so happy to have a straw hut, uh, uh -huh. and people in this country we complain because. Um, you know the the the, the 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 water is brown because they're fixing the pipes or something. You know, right? Uh, right. We just we just don't we don't really understand what it's like to be in the, in the circumstances some of those folks were. But always good to say. So it's just been kind of a quiet day here. Um, are you, yeah. Are you work, right. working on anything exciting today? All right, we got several things going on. Uh, Mountain Aldi's open this morning. Taking a look not only at opening but the. Uh, Economic growth that continues in Moundsville. Um, as you know, that's uh, one of the, uh, I, I want to use progressive, one of the most growing areas uh, when it comes to businesses, small businesses, things like that. Mm -hmm. So Aaron Murphy was down there this morning, so she'll, she'll have that report at 5 o'clock. Uh, Colin Roos will be working on uh, Senator Sherrod Brown, um, visited the southern border. Uh, as you know, that's a huge contention, especially among Republicans. Uh, and the Biden administration. Uh, so we got his take on what he saw down there. Uh, may talk to a couple uh, people on the street, see what they think about the border. Uh, but Colin Luce is working on that today. Uh, oh, Bailey Martin went to the Buell Planetarium this week with our Zach Petty to do a piece on the upcoming solar eclipse. Oh, okay. Not only at the 6 o'clock, or 5 o'clock, I'm sorry. Um, just what it is, but things like that. I can't wait for the one that's coming in April because we'll actually, that'll be a big one for us. And we can uh, see it. We'll be able to see it. Yeah. Right. right. So we've got that. And then three students from Union Local uh, uh, Band uh, is going to the Macy's Day Parade. So we're excited about that. Uh, Union Local was our final band of the week of the season. So uh, I'd like to think we thought something special was in that band. So we've got that today. And, of course, getting ready for the uh, parade tomorrow. Yep. Uh, just talked to Brenda. Almost, uh, I feel bad. I'm not there. 
Uh, just a lot of stuff going on, a lot, a lot of stuff going on. We're excited about it. We're excited about being the uh, uh, airing the parade. Um, something else we're excited about is being the media sponsor uh, for the Nutcracker Village up at Fort Stupid. That was announced earlier this week, so... Um, I'm excited. This Christmas has got me fired up. Yeah, well, Christmas is coming, and, and the goose is getting fat. But more importantly, I'm, I'm getting in the mood. I, we, we did some Christmas shopping this weekend, trying to convince my wife that we got to get the Christmas lights and stuff up. And now it's, I know it's before Thanksgiving, and I want to get Thanksgiving Well, you've got to light them Thanksgiving night. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. That's cool. All right. That's cool. Bob, i got to run on. Thank you for joining us today. Noon 5, 6, 10, 11, 530, the region-wide show. And, of course, always at WTRF.com and uh, with the Storm Tracker 7 app or the news app uh, on your phone or tablet. You can uh, get, get the news right there uh, when you need it. And don't forget tomorrow night, I will be watching on TV. I, I've given up my go down to the parade days, but I'll be watching WTRF TV to uh, watch the parade and to see Santa come in. And when Santa's there... The season has begun, and I know that to be hey, true. Absolutely. That's, that's the beginning of the Christmas season right and, there. All right. Thanks. All right, Bob. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye, guys. All right. Mr. Slider. Yes, Howard. Have they turned this place into an igloo all of a sudden? I just felt the air conditioner turn on. The air conditioner is on. It, during just right before bob i didn't know if you felt it in there but yes i'm it's, freezing i mean it's not that the heat is not on which we complain about i think the air conditioning is on well, there's no doubt it just kicked on i don't know what that means but uh, how hot out is it well, i mean a good, pretty good forecast but is it that warm outside hold on let's do a quick check here uh, the uh 53 i mean that's warm don't get me wrong it's freezing in here. Well, the good news is, Howard, it's time to say goodbye. Uh, it's time to say sayonara, see you, bye-bye, farewell. i got to go. i got to get out of here. Now, listen, tomorrow we begin uh, several days of giving you a chance to kill a turkey. Right here on the radio program, as we do every year, it'll be our turkey shoot, and you'll have a chance to uh, help the marksman kill a turkey. If you and the marksman are in sync, you will win yourself a uh, turkey. Well, all right, you'll win a gift card to your, your local Kroger store to get your turkey or whatever else you need for Thanksgiving. And we'll be doing that starting tomorrow and continuing on into uh, next week because next week is Thanksgiving week. Monday, as I mentioned, Senator Manchin is going to be here. Tomorrow we'll have the travel show, and Bill Bryson will be in to talk to us about the parade and how they're going to handle that with the rain and stuff. And then... Uh, uh, McCabe and I will kick around the Ohio Valley Newsweek in review. And you and I need to get to work on our highlights of the week. Yeah, you want me to see if I got an extra coat in my office there? I need some jeans. I need gloves or something. Don't forget to check out uh, uh, Bear and Bob, good old boys, special edition this afternoon at noon right here. Filling in for dawn. Yep. On the Watchdog. It's 10 o'clock. ABC covers the world.